Oh, you're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Fact. And welcome to an all-new Totally Buzz UK podcast, the podcast that takes you around the world by telling you all about the weird stories that you may have missed on the web. These are stories that should have gone more viral because they're absolutely batshit crazy and, more importantly, true. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm joined by the truthful teller herself, Kaylee. <laughs> As opposed to the liar O'Leary, Laura. Laura's lied to me twice within the past few weeks. I'm generally going to say twice in a lifetime sounds really little. I'm like, the people aren't going to be on your side. No, I mean, I'm sure you've lied to me way more times than that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she's really offended me. She put the podcast on the line. But I've made it right now and we're all good. So, mm-hmm. and everything I say I'm from waiting now on, for that pizza, Laura. <laughs> everything I say from now on will be the truth, the whole truth, okay. and nothing but. Okay, sure. Anyway, we do like to get straight to it on this podcast. So, if you're new to it, let me tell you how it works. I've got three weird stories that Kaylee knows nothing about because she doesn't like have you know time. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have time to troll the internet. So that's what I was going to go with. But she's like, maybe she secretly does. I think they deserve more attention because they're so weird, bizarre. Me and Kaylee discuss them, talk about them, see what comes to mind. Hopefully it's entertaining. And then before we wrap up another episode, Kaylee has a TikTok that she wants you all to go watch because she thinks it will put a pep in your step for the working week. Is that all gravy, yeah. Kaylee? Yeah. Who? All gravy, my baby. Anyway, should we kick off story one? Yes, please. So, what are your thoughts on G-string bikini bottoms, Kaylee? Personally, I wouldn't wear them in public. I feel like we've had a story similar to this before. Oh, we had a bikini story in when they banned an era in Italy, if you may remember. They didn't want yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. But that was any bikini. So, but this is just my views on them in, in general. In just general, if you were out and about on the beach... You saw someone I mean, wearing a I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not offended if other people wear them, but personally, I like to keep the buns wrapped. <laughs> did not expect you to say buns. Sorry, it really threw me. <laughs> good, good, good to know that your buns are being, you know, covered up. <laughs> anyway, I'm talking to you about this because there's been another incident in the world and they've taken action this time. So thong-wearing protesters have bared their bums in opposition for calls to ban a G-string. So Wait, you, they're wearing it to ban it. Right, so basically protesting. They people somewhat basically protesters have rallied because a former Gold Coast Volunteer of the Year award winner, which I think is a random way to introduce him in this article in Sky News, has basically said women and girls who wear G-strings are cheapening themselves. Yeah. So basically... I mean, it's 2024. Like I was just about to say 2023, but no, it's 2024. Like, grow up. People... I've seen worse, believe it or not. So basically, on the Golden Coast in Australia, beautiful coast, I'm pretty sure you love the Golden Coast because of shows you've watched. I'm pretty sure. I mean, Bondi. There you go. That's not really the Gold Coast, though. Oh, okay. But anyway, the Gold Australia's Gold Coast is where this protest is happening. Basically, they've named the demonstration. Here's one of the best things about it. Free the Peach. Nice. Yep. And thousands of protesters are basically... the (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Burger King and other people that serve burgers will be getting such messages from you. But basically, they've bared their bums on the coach as they, you know, they're opposing the idea of the bands. And even dozens of locals wore their skimpiest swimwear as they fought for their right to wear what they want on the beach. Is that just like assless chaps? Is that the skimpiest swimwear? Is that the skimpiest swimwear available to you, assless chaps? (laughs) No, it's just 
I thought you said something else. Anyway, imagine being on a coach with like leather seats though, wearing a thong in like really hot weather and just <laughs> That was a nice sound effect, that. But basically, this all came about because not only did this guy say it cheapened themselves, right? He made his concerns known in a letter to the mayor of the Gold Coast, Tom Tate, which is a great name. I don't know, I like the alliteration, Tom Tate. Because he said he'd also been distracted by women wearing triangle bikinis on the beach. This is what I call in the report, so I don't think it's... <laughs> I was distracted. <laughs> great reason. He wrote in this letter, one young lady in particular was walking on the footpath on the main road and had the tiniest triangle in, in the front and was as close to naked as anyone could be. I don't know. I just think, like, I'm one of those people that even if I go to, like, a local swimming pool like, and I'm wearing just a standard bikini, I feel so naked. Yeah. Also, isn't like, it your choice? Like it. As long as you're not, like, breaking any nudist rules and stuff like that, it's your choice, no? Because the whole I point is... I think, you think maybe for children it might be a bit extreme, but... Yeah, but, I mean, someone who owns the swimwear company is, like weighed in on this issue that's put in the Sky News article saying that it's a conversation it's about you know we need to teach younger people in society what's right and what's wrong and that starts at home but a bikini blanket ban was never going to be solution never not on the Gold Coast because you're pretty much in flying that people will still watch it uh, still wear it mm-hmm. even but I think there's a limits because obviously you know family area public and stuff like that mm. but at the end of the day if it's a bikini that covers up what's important <laughs> trying to add this nicely <laughs> it's the choice of the person no in your heart don't cover up your heart yeah I mean I feel like just saying let's I ban mean, I, these I, strings and it that it's just really, as long as you're not showing your foo-foo I think you're all good <laughs> your foo-foo Kaylee's protective of her foo-foo and buns Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> learning so much about how you work get me a chastity belt oh my god God, it's, I don't, I don't know why, but Fufu and Buns sounds like a really bad kids show. It's Fufu and the Buns. Nice. Oh no! So yeah, what do you think of the protest then? The fact that the way to protest it, because obviously it just seems mean, to be, it's had the opposite effect. If anything, you've now got more people wearing less. I mean, I think back to when we went to, I think it's when we went to, it's either the wrestling or Crouch Fest, and we were at the train station. And this was in London, central London, and I think it was when the Notting Hill Carnival was on. Oh, yeah, yeah. So probably we- when we went to wrestling then. It was August um, bank holiday weekend, so it would have been wrestling AEW. Yeah. yeah. And I, re- I still remember there was these two girls stood in the train station. And I'm not a prude, but they were wearing a literal, like, thong and, like, fishnets over the top. But, like, really gappy fishnets. Like, not your traditional sort of, like, an actual fucking fishnet. And it's like, they were just stood in the train station, like, queuing up for, like, a drink or whatever. And it's just like, you're literally, like, you, you just felt like they were naked. If you had it done on a beach... Fair enough. But in a train station, I don't know, I just think it's a bit inappropriate. But then maybe that's just, like, different standards. I don't know, like, some it's, people it's might hard. consider it. Because you want people to wear what they want, but then there is sort of... But then, like, why does it matter on the location, you know? Yeah, I guess it's where you expect it. If you were in the supermarket and someone was just in a bikini, you would be a bit like... I mean, they may as well have been in the supermarket, you know? But then you look at things like nudist beach beaches, you know, like, people go there specifically for that. Yeah, as long as they're clearly signposts, because I, do, I do find it funny when there's, like, stories of, so I was on this beach... And then, like, I looked around and I was like... I mean, I don't fully, like, understand the whole concept of a nudist beach. 
I mean, I get it, but I wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> you mean you don't understand what's in it for you and the enjoyment yeah. from it sort of vibe? Yeah, yeah no, I get that. You understand the concept of it as in it's a beach like, when people get naked. naked. If, I feel, if I feel naked in a bikini, I'm going to feel naked if I'm naked. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> gonna, That's some great insight. There. I'm going to feel naked if I'm naked because, you know, I'd be naked. But anyway. yeah, I, I completely agree. But uh, yeah, so free the peach. We're going to go on to story two now. Because I feel we've learned a lot about you. Thank you. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Costco's. Are you a big fan of Costco? I can't say I am, only because I've never actually gone into a Costco. You've never been to a Costco? I, I know people who know people <laughs> with a Costco card. I didn't know where oh, that was that. going. Jesus Christ. I know people that have been to Costco's. Cool. No, but it's like I never get invited. So oh, thanks. Oh. I want to. I want to buy twelve roast chickens for a tenner. Don't think that's an offer. That legit is not how cheap it is. But <laughs> <laughs> if you it was like that, saying. everyone would have a Costco card. I always liked Costco. I haven't been in years because we don't have a card anymore. But that's not the point. So you get you're, you're familiar with giant warehouse store. Do a lot of deals. Sell a lot of things. Household to electronics to food yep. to bakery. So yep. I believe this is in America. I could be wrong. But... <laughs> You'll be like twelve chickens for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so this woman bought twelve chickens. I just didn't know. So basically, this was on uh, canoe.com. So it could be Canada, but basically... Oh, no, Maryland, so it is America. She went on TikTok to be like... She returned her couch. And I bet you're thinking, well, that's probably an average day, right? Someone mm-hmm. doesn't like their couch, they return it, or it's broke. But how, how long do you reckon she waited to return this couch? Six years. No, but two years, right? <laughs> but do you think there was anything wrong with the couch? Because obviously, you return it after two years. Must have been something wrong. I bet it's like the most insignificant thing. In fact, there was nothing wrong with the couch after two years, Kayla. It was still going strong. She just didn't like it. Wow. So she went in, and because of how generous its return policy is, she returned it for a full cash refund. Fund. Wow. She explained on TikTok she just didn't like the colour anymore. She had the original receipt. She knew where she bought it from and basically she went in, the Costco clerk put it in and just issued the refund. She even said I told them the date. They looked it up and they're like, oh yep, got it. They asked if it was wrong, I said I no. Take it back in or? Yeah, she took back in the couch. She took it back in. The couch. She said I didn't like it anymore and they just gave me a full refund on the card. And that's what she went. Because officially on the Costco website, I assume, once again, this might just be America's only Costco, we guarantee you satisfaction on every product we sell and we refund you purchase price and there's no time frame indicated. Mm-hmm. So she didn't, she just followed the letter of the law, really. There's like certain things they won't return, but that's like, you know, any rules, you know, diamonds, electronics, like, cigarettes, alcohol. But could you imagine? Are, some people are so ballsy, honestly. That's the thing I was going like, to say. Could you imagine going in there with this? Because I get nervous if I had to return something broken after I just bought it. Well, I'm not being funny, but like... Like when I worked at a specific shop when I was 17 and it rhymes with please slay facts. Move. <laughs> anyway, they used to allow you to return underwear. That's weird to me. Yeah. And obviously you get stuff back and it was like nasty. That's and I think we just insane. put it back on the shelf, which was even worse. Oh, no. It was grim. Yeah. It would hate. I'm going to just move from that and be like, though, I wonder what happens to this couch now. Because do they sell it as new then? A two-year-old couch? But then you wonder if it's a bit like a car, whether they just give it a deep sort of, like, valeting. I valeted your couch. No, thank you. But I know what you mean. But even then, I don't know how costco's works in the sense well, surely that I, you like, have to, to like do a discount of some sort that's what i'm saying like, is it like a reloved version and they put it in like the use like you know when they sell products and the box mm. is missing or damaged does it go there yeah. on a discounted price but um and you would have thought after two years they would have discontinued that couch 
or it would have gone to a lower price and then you would have been refunded the price that it was at the time. Yeah, because you'd argue that, but I guess it's what you paid for it, so they re- they reference that, because otherwise if something goes on sale after you bought it, you would still get the amount you re- if you did it in a quick time frame. I suppose, but then, I don't know, it seems very weird that, that they would still carry that pouch. I don't know. It's That's just, what I'm saying, what do they do? What do they do with I just, it'd be so weird. And also, imagine now going to that store in Maryland in Costco and being like, I just got a used couch for a low price. <laughs> it's the couch. Yeah, but like, if you go and buy a used car, you know it's used. Mm, you don't true. go and buy a new car and like, you discover <laughs> that it was used, if that makes sense. 56,000 miles on it. What? I'm not being funny, right? One time, I can't remember what it was, but me and my mum had lost something and we thought it might be under the sofas or whatever. Bearing in mind, we never move our sofas. And I think we flipped up the back of the sofa and like literally a mouse skeleton fell out the back of it and a dried up frog. Okay. Right. Thank you. You need to probably point that out because without any context, it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? But obviously, because we never move out our sofas. So they obviously just like sort of went and died underneath the sofa. Just and dumped just... dead corpses. They were, right of, they were all sort of, they, but they were all like mummified sort of thing. Jesus Christ, Katie had a stack but, of mummified. But what but what I'm saying is, imagine returning that sofa and there's like an animal that's crawled inside it and died. I, I would hate to be the deep cleaner. God, I hope they deep clean. It's even worse. Yeah, if they do. Yeah. Imagine, oh my God, imagine the blue light. Oh God, let's let's not. Before we uh, move on, have you ever returned anything? Particularly? I returned a pillow once. I bought a memory foam pillow and it was really uncomfortable. It was when I was at uni and it said like once it was opened, you couldn't return it. So I literally just sellotaped the whole thing shut and took, took it back and the man looked at me and he just returned it. He wasn't supposed to, but he still did. He just looked at you and you're like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty much. I was like, can I return this? I don't want it. It was really uncomfortable. You'd think memory foam would be really comfortable, but it was not. What would you have done if he turned around and said no? Would you have argued it no i would have just kept it <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that's what i'm saying because if this woman had been rejected i wonder if she would have argued this like but your policy says yeah i mean you could argue that but th- like this strictly said like on the receipt you cannot but you would have just been like open. i've tried but i don't know how the how i could have tried the fucking pillow out without unwrapping it he trusted you so much i know such a bitch and <laughs> i was gonna say i don't think i have it in me to return things because i think there's like a you've never returned anything i think i've returned clothes and things oh hang on yep no i might have returned clothes but i did do it in person because asos let you just send them back yeah that doesn't count yeah so physically i've chickened out and done that honestly <laughs> you'd be surprised what people try anyway should we move on to the uh, third story because you say about what people yes. try this is probably i would never do this to you for the record but I'll give you the headline. You'll see why I'm making that clear. Fed up bride acts his best friend after she plans to skip reception for Taylor Swift concert. Wait, what? So let me explain. That Basically, this story was told on radio. Now mm-hmm. being covered by the Daily Mirror. But a bride was left baffled when one of her closest friends said she wouldn't be attending her wedding reception anymore because she'd managed to get some Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> well, Swifties will understand the conundrum here. The bride was less than accommodate fuming that the wedding day she'd planned for ages and surely that the concert wasn't more important than her big day. The bridesmaid, Olivia, went on a radio show last month explaining that she was going to sneak off from her friend's wedding to attend one of the errors tour down under, so it's in Australia, and Olivia oh, said yeah. that she said that she knew her friend would be annoyed, not realising the show's host also had got Jess on as a guest. Wow. So Jess heard that she had this plan and was flabbergasted. I bitched her out. But yeah, the friend wanted to compromise somewhere, but Jess responded by asking whether this was a prank. 
She's like, you've known this since before December. It's three weeks before my wedding. You're just telling me now. Oz, Oz Australian listeners were left baffled at the predicament. And the radio show provided an update inviting the bride back on to say, you know, what what did you settle what on? What you playing at? So the bride basically came on and said she controversially, this is this is the controversial bit, admitted that she'd cut Olivia from the big day completely. That's she said, awful though. Imagine that. She said she felt mortified and angry that a friend had betrayed her in such a way and believes the friend showed her true colours. I mean, I'm on the bride's side. Don't know right. about you. So just to add a little bit more. The friend said she still wanted to att- wanted to attend the wedding, but the bride was now saying it wasn't feasible and that she thought a lot more of her. She then sobbed, it's really emotional, it's meant to be an exciting time, it just sucks that someone I love so much has kind of done this. So the radio host took to uh, share the story. People online said that she was congratulating on cutting someone toxic out of her life because, you know... Yeah, she's not really a best friend though, is she? A lot of people said it's absurd that you would even consider Taylor Swift concert tickets so i feel like you made this point clear so where are you at on your reaction if you were the bride or how are you feeling okay let me let me let me answer this question with a question so my 30th birthday next january okay (laughs) and if i was throwing a massive party and you were offered taylor swift tickets for the same day as my party and it like coincided with the times and everything which one are you picking in this scenario have i gone to taylor swift in august already like i've planned no so this will be my first opportunity to see taylor i'm still picking you and they're really really good seats right don't try and make me even you're like front row like taylor could catch your eye like you could be looking at each other I she could come over to you and touch I, your face I, I, I don't love taylor like that just to put that on the record if anything that makes me less likely to go to the concert <laughs> okay, why are you okay. touching my face she won't, you. she won't touch you but she will call you by name even then i'm not really into that i'm like what are you doing just sing okay, the well, whatever, whatever you like to do with taylor Swift, <laughs> don't, don't say it like that jesus christ um anyway in this scenario i'm pretty sure i'm still picking you but in this scenario you are doing something for your birthday oh. right yeah yeah that's what i'm saying because if you sure yeah i'm pretty sure i'd pick you pretty sure yeah because i just had to check with that one final sorry I'm sorry I'm i would sorry. Uh, I would 100% pick you. There's no doubt in my mind that you are more important than Taylor Swift tickets. Although, although, I will argue this. If Freddie Mercury suddenly rose from the oh, dead... Oh, my birthday's out the fracking window, is it? I think I'd take you with me. <laughs> God's sake. See, I would offer that option. So if you had tickets and I'm like, yo, I know you don't... But then I just a... think, yeah, but then I just think Freddie Mercury's like better than everybody, so... I think Taylor's better than everyone. You think she's better than t- Freddie Mercury? I don't feel we're going to have this fight. <laughs> I like Queen, but Taylor is, you know. No. <laughs> like I said, it's just preferences. That's that's your favourite. Mm-hmm. my favourite. But yeah, I 100%, if you said you party, because this is, once again, this is where the big thing is for me, is the party's already ahead of, been planned and stuff do you know what i mean yeah so i'm not even i, mean, I can't even i can't even do like the wedding as an example because i don't see myself getting married but if you did it's, it's still the same thing but if we're equivalent to birthday here it's the idea that if i know when your birthday is and i assume you'd be throwing it on the birthday day but even if you had it you're probably mm. like i'm doing the birthday on the following weekend it is this day it's yeah pre-planned the only reason I wouldn't attend is, like, say I had a work thing or something I couldn't get out of or a medical emergency, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if it's That's like acceptable. a family emergency, yeah. fair enough, but not That's... to go to see a fucking concert. But I think it's the fact that she knew when the Reddit was, the tickets became available, even though that she would have seen the date, it's just, it's she still just, went for it. Move. She still went for it. Move. Because I know it's like a you know an opportunity tear, but I would have been like, I'm not available that day. Oh, well, I'm going to have to let them tickets pass, you know? Because mm-hmm. I would have known yeah. I'm busy. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I am. I, I would generally, like I said, I can't see a scenario in which I would do that. If it was someone I didn't, I would say didn't like, but why am I being invited to their wedding? Yeah, but, if it was someone I wasn't as close to friend. or involved, but yeah, close friend I'm in the wedding party as a bridesmaid originally. Mm. So that's pretty... Interesting. Yeah, so... <laughs> interesting to make it sound like you've jotted that down for later date. Look, interesting. Interesting. Mm. No, but if my if you said now I'm throwing I'm having a wedding and it's on the date of the Taylor Swift concert I've already got planned and paid out for, that's a different story, I feel. Be, that's careful, the only... be careful with the words you choose. No, but I you can see my point. If you went now, I'm having a surprise yeah, wedding. Then, yeah, but like who books a wedding like that? Surely it's no, like that's what, okay, that's a year the example. In advance. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way I'm letting the scenario have any favour I mean, to them. I'm not it's really not... funny, but like this is a totally sort of different thing, but the same. So recently at work, I've been trying to book my holiday off for August. Bearing in mind, it is February and the whole of August has been booked up by all my colleagues because they all booked it in like September. And now I've had to rebook my holiday for July. But And I've had to pay an extra £200. Or me and my mum have had to pay an extra £200. But it's just like, yeah, great. Is that £200 moving fee? That's extravagant. No, it's just because of the time of year. Oh, okay. That's... Um, anyway, but it's still the point is that, like, you know, they like it could have been available, but they fucking nabbed it up. Anyway, should we go to an ad break? It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is. From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football beef has all the sizzle sizzle, so subscribe now. And we're back from the ad break. Me and Kaylee are still friends because I'm not planning to boycott her wedding for Taylor Swift. So mm-hmm. they, It's not my they, wedding, it's my 30th birthday. Same thing. Oh, wait, that sounds like I know yeah. something. I don't. Um... <laughs> Anyway, Kaylee, what TikTok have you got for us this week? Okay, so this week it's actually a TikTok that uh, Laura sent me, um, and I just thought it was quite funny. So, something to just uplift your spirits a little bit. And if you've ever dabbled in the uh, art of media, like me and Laura did at university, I mean, yours was more sort of audio based, I would say. I didn't, I didn't do oh. audio. Oh, I thought it was all audio, or is it just writing? It's writing mostly, and then I had a bonus TV and audio class. Oh, okay. Well, you still did you use cameras and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that was for the TV thing, but mostly okay. writing based. But carry on. Okay. I mean, a lot of people haven't done this, but if you have and you've worked in sort of like media based roles, or you've studied a media course, or something along those lines, you can st- you can sort of sometimes it's hard to gather enough footage for what you want when you come to the final edit, or you think you've got enough and you really don't and then it gets to the edit and you're like crap now I'm gonna have to find some stock footage and patch this bitch out anyway so Laura sent me a um, video recently and it was from a Car- uh, Kardashians episode and I don't know what year it was from don't know if it was recent but they were supposedly in London and there's so many shots of London don't get me wrong but then the shots start to look a little bit different and the person who recorded the TikTok sorry the person who recorded the TikTok comments on it 
and it's quite funny because it's like you can so clearly tell it is not London and they've got some footage of other cities from around the world and they're not even good shots they're like quite shitty <laughs> it's like council estate not that there's anything wrong with a council estate but like a block of flats sort of thing and it's just it's not london it, it's just insane though because it's just like it's not even like shots that look a bit like london and you can pass it off you can see road signs and yeah, buildings and like, and like the road markings and stuff it's just such like, an like odd. even like the zebra crossings like in I think it was like Italy or something. They're so different to our general zebra crossings. I mean, you wouldn't even call it a zebra crossing over there because it's not the same. But I was telling Laura earlier about how a couple of months ago I went out with my brother on a night out and stayed over at his house. And the next morning we were watching some form of like Homes Under the Hammer or something like that. And there was just this one clip where this bloke and his son or his business partner or whatever bought this this piece of land and it was probably roughly the size of like I don't know probably half the size of like an ice rink if you can imagine that it was like an old butcher's hut or like shop or something it was tiny and it was all like disheveled and dilapidated and what have you and it was mainly just a building site like there was nothing going on it well not even a building site it was just waste like just shitty land and it was so small that they had the same like three or four shots over and over and over and over again. And I swear to God, this clip went on for like a good 15 minutes and they were just talking and talking and talking and talking, but using the same shots. And I said to Laura, it's like going around a roundabout about six times. You just get bored and feel a bit sick after a while because it's like the same thing over and over and over again. It's it just drove me mad. infuriating to think because you like say it, but I said after you told me that, I reminded you of like how they use the same stock footage in like sitcoms and stuff and different dramas. Mm-hmm. And like you see the friend's apartment in other shows and you're like, that's the friend's apartment. I don't understand. Yeah. And then they go in. But also, like I told you, like the new girl apartment popped up in murderers in the only murderers in the building or whatever the show's called with Selena Gomez. And mm-hmm. it was like they use it as an art gallery. So the sh- outside shot is not what I was expecting the building inside to look like, because, you know, I'm so used to seeing yeah. it as a home and an apartment. It's just yeah, stock shot, right. man. <laughs> stock shots are so weird. <laughs> in a way, it is laziness. But at the same time, I think it's that, oh, oh shit, we should have got more shots. But we didn't have time it's sort of it's not even laziness it's just i don't know if it's laziness because it's like it's just filtering out and thinking what you can get away with to be like yeah that's passable as yeah. london you can tell the person who did it clearly wasn't from london because it's like that's passable as london or england no it's not it, <laughs> i find it's the attitude of people some people i saw a video oh this is a reference to another tiktok that went viral but basically it was an american people arguing that all countries in europe are uniquely different is like people trying mm-hmm. to argue states in america are different and it's like they are. what are you talking about she's like, like they have their own language and stuff like that. like they're, no they're all basically the same no like culturally different i'm like i'm like the fact you oh think that like, norway and germany are like when Europe or UK I I... is similar to France, it's like, no. I thought you were going to go on about um, how Americans call Greg's GR eggs. No, it was this whole thing just arguing that, like, the difference between states is the same, like, how differences are between countries <laughs> in Europe. And it's like, no, you're not understanding. I understand, like, between cities in the UK, 
I don't think they grasp like how different the accents are from north to south. That mm-hmm. is like more closer to your point of how states are. But it was like they were the opposite. They were like, no, Spain, France, Germany, all the same. Oh, we're all the same. Yeah. yeah. No, clearly not. Like, no. This also makes me think of the time when I was I went to a wedding once in London and we'd found this hotel. It was really nice actually. But then we went downstairs like the next morning for the like the buffet breakfast. You know, like the traditional like full English. Mm. And obviously the owner of this hotel was not from the UK and it was obviously their version of what they thought a full English was. It was either that or it was sort of halal because obviously they don't have pork. And so it was like, you know, like a chipolata that you would get from, not a chipolata, what's it called? A saveloy that you would get from a fish and chip shop. Yeah. That was like the sausage. And then... It was like, I don't know what the bacon was made of, but it weren't right. And then there was like, I don't know, every single aspect of this full English, and I say that in quotation marks, was just wrong. It just did not make sense. It's like, this is what it's like. It's like if you got the most vague description of a full English ever. So like it just said sausage, bacon, beans, mushrooms, whatever. And like, say like, it would be like if a computer or a robot assumed what a full English was based on just the word sausage it's yeah it's like no and it's like no you can't do that and it was honestly the worst i've had also full english breakfast at a festival once and that was god awful as well but i think that one of the hotel tops it is the worst full english i've ever eaten in my life i love the idea they've given stock footage of full Englishes now and you're like I recognise it <laughs> like but. honestly if I, if I could start a series of like full Englishes from around the UK like and rate them <laughs> this one would, would have got like a zero point two out of ten if that anyway we've been the Totally Buzz UK podcast rate us five stars <laughs> subscribe to us join us again next Monday at 7am when a new all new episode drops be sure to follow us on x at Totally Buzz UK and stay tuned for more Kaylee, say goodnight to the listeners or good day. Good night to the listeners or good day. This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.